podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You songwriter? Nope. Singer songwriter. Song singer. Who sings that? Uh, everyone in the eighties. Yeah, in it like the proper eighties. Yeah, yeah. Got Michael Jackson who's wearing sunglasses in a recording studio. You might be the songbird of our generation, son, but take your fucking glasses off inside. He's Michael Jackson, isn't he? Right. He was. Um, hello and welcome to the Stretford Paddock Podcast. Madonna. My name is Joe. Madonna this was on it, I think. is Stephen yeah. House. And how are you doing? Lionel Richie, I think, going on it. Diana Ross. Oh. I'm thinking as well. Hall and Oates were on there. Just going to no. rein it. I'll, I'll try. I'll no. rein it back in. Right. Steve, well, I've know. got a question. Actually, you'll like this because it's about camo. Did, did they ever <laughs> use blue camo out and about? Doubt it. Really? <laughs> what if you're trying to kill a whale that's done a dirty? We are the people. Too busy singing hey. to do army stuff and that at minute. Yeah. And we're going to be hey. talking about Harry Kane. He's been opening the door for transfers, hasn't he? Do you know the transfer door? We yeah. often hear about the transfer window, which does tend to slam shut. It opens gently, but slams shut the transfer window. Cindy Lauper this was one on it. Oh, is a transfer was. door. Icon. Put their mics down. He was artist USA for Africa, in case you were uh, interested. Yeah, good. Was that the right. artist? That was the artist. But basically, that was, was their version it of It was the original age. super group. Really? Yeah. Lionel Richie was the songwriter. Said, Michael Lionel Jackson. Richie. Original supergroup. We've already the talked two about the highwaymen. men. Lionel Richie, Michael Jackson. That's how Boom. you know it was a banger. Boom. Hey, mm. There you go. Right, hang on. We're going to find out who was on it. Everyone was Musicians. on it. Musicians. Oh my goodness. Right, you ready? Go on. Lionel no. Richie, Stevie Wonder, Paul Simon, Kenny Rogers, Jane, Jane, who's, who's James Ingram? Tina Turner. Who's Billy James Joe. Ingram? Yeah, I don't know who it is. Yeah, I'm all be there. Oh, oh, oh. That one. I know that song, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thought Dion Warwick. Collins. Willie Nelson. <laughs> Yeah, he Bruce will. Springsteen, Kenny Loggins, Steve Perry, Daryl Hall. Daryl Hall I from Hall and Oates. I said Hall and Oates and you went, no. Ba- yeah. Don't ba- know who they are. Ba- ba- Bob Dylan, oh, yeah, you did. Ray Charles, Kim Carter, Cindy Lauper. Chew you up. And apparently oh, the chorus go. had Dan Aykroyd. She's a man eater. How mad's that? Um, Bob Geldof. He had to get in the mix, didn't he? God, All the rest of the Jacksons. T.O., Randy, Marlon, Latoya and Jackie. Bothered. Um, Waylon, Waylon Jennings. Waylon Jennings, yeah, come on. Uh, Bette Midler, John Oates, I guess that's from the other half of the. Ooh, hey, no flies on you, son. Smokey Robinson, <laughs> hey. the Pointer Sisters. It's a miracle. Right, we've got some instrument players the here now. The Told you it was a big old fucking no band. Like. Chimneys, are they? It's totally Bob automatic. Well, good for him. Let's talk about football, I would say. Why have I got a Batman sticker on my phone? Yeah. It's a fucking Bat phone, innit, dickhead? Because I got a two year old who likes putting stickers on things. Oh. And because I like her, she's kind of alright. Heart of gold, on. despite what people say about yeah, you. Despite too. what the vast majority of people say about you, you're all right. Yeah. All right. I like her most yeah. of the time. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, let's talk about football then. Let's talk about Harry Kane. We were talking about him before because the reason I want to talk about this is because <laughs> he's, right. he's been saying shit about his... He's been saying shit about his, his contract, <laughs> hasn't he? He said, it's important that all my focus is on the two England games coming up now and the rest of the season with Spurs, then the Euros. To be thinking about speculation or rumours will be damaging in terms of my own performance. I always like to be focused on one goal and one job. That's to finish strong with Spurs. These qualifiers with England are hopefully uh, going to have a great Euros. Look, I try to stay out of speculation as much as po- possible. I'm fully focused on doing the job on the pitch from now until the end of the summer. And then we'll see... Where we go from there? Just thinking about Hurricane enunciating speculation. If this was don't. Paul Pogba, we'd be losing our minds, or some people would anyway. Joe, well, you, know you don't fucking play for me, so why would I give a fuck? Well, because Manchester United are in the market for a striker. <laughs> yeah. Harry Kane has been linked with Manchester United for many a year. Yeah. yeah. I'd like a new house. Let's go look at Buckingham Palace, shall I? But that's that's not the same comparison, is it? Because United do have the current British transfer record. You don't, unfortunately, have the current British house buying record. No. So it's not as though we're comparing two ridiculous things here. 
We have spent 89 million on Pogba, 80 on Maguire, 75 Lukaku, 65 Di Maria. We do spend You make money. a great point, Joe, but can I just say that we just took a fucking loan out to pay the electric bill. Tell us more about that. What electric bill? Who's taking that out? Well, I don't know if it's specifically electric bill. United yeah. have took out 60 million to pay our bills. That's So guess what? If you're taking a loan out to pay your fucking bills, I don't think you... Spurs are going to want every penny of 150 million for Harry Kane, right? Yeah. Which puts him at about 100 million more than we're going to spend this summer. What if we sell Paul Pogba? We're still not buying Harry Kane. We're not buying Harry Kane. We're not buying Harry Kane. We're not buying Harry Kane. And just in case you're wondering, we're not buying Harry Kane. But United have been interested in Harry Kane in the past, haven't they? Great. All right. Let me ask you this then, Stay. Let's say we won the Euro Millions. And we had 149 million. What United, as a club? Yeah, and United went. I'll tell you what, we'll chuck a million in. There's the 150 million. Would you have him? No. Why not? I don't think. And here's the thing, right? And this is the this is a fundamental problem with football, is people just want to go, who's the best player getting? Yeah. I don't think he suits United in any way, shape, or form. I think United are trying to build an unselfish team that works for each other. And I don't see that in Harry Kane. He's, been, he's upped his assists a lot this season, hasn't he? Right, and that's not about... You can still be selfish and have assists. Right. It's not necessarily a, about are you a creative player, are you this, that, and the other. I think his entire demeanour is detrimental to a team. And that's why he's won fuck all in his career. Because he's more about the him than the we. The, the Sterling pass at the World Cup, mm. for example. England are in a fucking final. Now, nah, Harry Kane needs to score. The guy basically petitioned... To have all of those, that, that back heel deflection goal, that was it Loftus cheek it off him? Mm, yeah. Get in the so. fucking bin, mate. Like, imagine going picking up an award and getting an MBE on the back of someone else kicking a ball at you that you didn't even know about. Fucking do me a favor. No, I'm not having him. I don't think he's got a likable personality. And I think we've had selfish players at United. Rude Van Nistelrooy, one of the most selfish. Cristiano Ronaldo, one of the most selfish. But they're selfish within a team environment and they will always be good for the team and both of them are extreme winners that have won a lot of trophies Harry Kane for me not not only am I not having him like that I also just don't think the style of play that United are trying to play he suits it that's uh, although I don't agree with all that I get where you're coming from it makes sense I, I think the only thing with Harry Kane and him being available and him sort of playing I know flirting with the idea of moving from Spurs with some of the comments no 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 I'm not saying that what what I'm saying is what did you say I think he'd be going to City well that's my point is he could end up going to Manchester City not everyone's going to go to City no no but hear me out FFP's not a thing anymore yeah but again that's not if he goes to City though my point is maybe it makes it a little bit easier for us to go to Haaland if in fact we are going to because they but won't be going for it. City aren't going to ha- sign Haaland and Kane this That's summer, my point. Yeah. That's my exact point. Yeah. If they go for, for Kane, which they could do, because mm. they've got the money, and like you say, FFP, just, they've not even, they're not even pretending that's a thing mm. anymore. So they might go, right, Kane, guaranteed 35 goals in Premier League, or whatever it is. Get him, 150 mil, jobs are good. In. They're not going to want Haaland as well. So United might have a chance of getting him. And also, there is a thing, right? And despite, you know, you hear rumours, you hear this, you hear that. For about two months of a three-month transfer window two years ago, Arsenal were telling the press, we've got 20 million to spend, or what was it, 30 million. And then they went and bought Pepe for 75. So, like, that was a club that hasn't won anything in 15 years, so has got no reason to have any money. Still talking about paying off a stadium that, I mean, come on, it was 15 years ago, lads. But, like, United do have money, and United do spend money. So, and I know it seems like it's, oh, you know, it's easy... 
I just think it's it's kind of easy to say we're not going to sign anyone because we do sign people every summer, even if it was a disappointing summer last year and it, there was no big Harry Kane, Sancho signing, whatever. But Look at 2018 and Jose's second season. Yeah, I know. We signed but we, but we still Delow. We spent 50 million on Fred. Right, yeah, we spent 50 million on Fred and spent it on Delow and we bought in Lee Grant. And yeah, I agree, shocking. The problem is United are spending money, but they're spending bad money yeah. because... Like I tweeted the other day, um, someone had put a plaster over a broken car door and I said United's mm. summer transfer plan's been revealed. I saw that. Because like, yeah. that's what it's going to be. That Instead of going, right, can we do this job properly? Let's mm. say you're building a house. Instead of going, well, the builder's going to charge us 100 grand to build this house. You go, well, my mate Keith watched a YouTube video on mm. plastering once. He's free. He did an Ikea like, Calyx. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. This is what United seem to do. And you'll spend... You'll spend 40 grand trying to build a house on the cheap, and that's what United are doing. So mm. we're spending money, but we're not spending it intelligently. We're hitting upon an occasional successful buy because, oh, oh, you signed fucking Bruno Fernandes, did you? Oh, what, mm. a, what a gem that no one had heard of at the time, or was clamoring over themselves. You can still end up pulling in gems, but because you've got no unified direction, like, look at Daily Blind. Daily Blind, apart from the heart trouble that he's had, would be a play that Ollie would have liked. Mm. But because we went, Lou Van Gaal, Jose yeah. Mourinho, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, and previously David Moyes, and we've still got Sir Alex Ferguson's <laughs> fucking signings here. Remember yeah, him? Yeah, but some of them, you Remember know. Him? What, Phil Jones, doing all right. Knee exactly. Injury. So you've got all of these players on significant money, significant wages, preventing us from being able to invest into other players because five fucking managers ago signed them. Mm. we've got no unified kind of approach. City knew that they were getting Guardiola in for fucking long old time before they got him. They brought in the directors of football years before they brought him in. The likes of Sterling and De Bruyne were Guardiola signings for Guardiola yeah, coming. Yeah, 100%. And since he's fucking got there, he's spunked in some right cash on signings that didn't work because he's been allowed. We sign a centre-half, doesn't work out, and you go, well, I bought you a centre-half. Mm. City go, oh, we buy you a centre-half. Yeah, that didn't work. What a new one? Mm. What a new one? Okay, John oh. Stones, that didn't work. What a new one? All right, Laporte. Oh, that worked. Yeah. I want a new one. Diaz. I'm not using Laporte anymore. No, it's Stones again. Yeah. Give Yaki you know as a backup as well. Give Yaki as well for another 40 million. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they've spent, what, two, three fucking hundred million on centre-halves alone mm. under Pep. Let alone before he gets the full-backs. Do you know what I'm saying? Some yeah, of which so have been sold already. In, um, they did, they did, they did it with a goalkeeper. With. You know, Claudio Bravo was met with the new... So a second coming of fucking Levy Ashton. They were going to take the key, uh, team forward in a different way to Joe Hart. Mm. After about a game, you could see he wasn't cut out for the Premier League. So they, they go out and they spend mega money on uh, Edison. It's That's just the a, thing. a luxury oh, that they've got. Was, that we and it was a success on Edison. Yeah. right? But most managers don't get the luxury of no. being able to... Like most managers, you're making do with fucking Kolarov. You're making do with Bravo. Mm. Because you've still got some sensational players in that City team. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. Like, look at Liverpool. How many games has Lovren played for Liverpool? Like, I'm sure they would have liked to replace him a lot earlier than they did. But yeah. he, he has to play 300 games in the meantime. Whereas City would have got how how long would have Lovren lasted at City? A week. About six weeks. Is it, he comes to training. Is, is he's like shit. Like, they have a, like, yeah, off. it's like they have a couple of games ago actually. Yeah, we're not I mean, how long did Mares take to get into the team properly? Yeah, yeah. Mares. Spent Stones. Million on him. We're all long term play, players, and I say long term, like three couple of seasons before it was like actually. You know they're doing. Stones they're, they're was, doing was what, what we, finished what we until for. this year. Yeah, that. they thought we were yeah. going to go in the summer. Was that four didn't we? Years now he's he was there? he's yeah. probably been you know best centre back in the league or one of them. 
Yeah. Um, Robert McCarthy says, what's all this talk about modern football? Why aren't we talking about the greatest cup final in history, 1991, cup winners cup? That's Friday. That's Friday. That's Friday. That's we do Friday's that on a Friday. Chat. Don't worry. Friday, it'll be me, him, uh, I think Andy Tate's joining us and we're just going to talk about the 1991 cup winners cup final. Uh, Suran Bala as well. Because I've had a mummy phone. Sorry. Suran Bala has said, realistically speaking, do you think there's a possibility of getting Kane or Haaland? Also, do you think we'll be all right not getting a striker this summer and getting away with a Cavani or similar? Statistically, uh, do you think there's a possibility of him? I think the odds of getting either are less than 50%. Um, because, you know, United haven't spent that kind of money on a player in a while. Um, I, I think I think there's going to be one marquee signing this summer. I do as well. I do. And I think it kind of makes sense for them to do that from a business point of view. I think if they've got someone they can sort of rally around as a as a I hope there is marketing side because Cavani didn't really do that. They tried to make that happen, giving him the number seven shirt, and you know, look. Plus, he, he was signed quite late in the day. Everyone knew he was past his best, and it didn't feel like the sort of marquee signing that you needed. Um, Donny Van der Beek was never a marquee signing at all, and neither was um, Alex Tellers. So I think that's what was missing from last season, and, and obviously from the summer, and obviously the kids were. Jamie's got a super chat there, and he's saying big transfer fees could still happen with structured mm. payments. Um, this was the issue with Sancho. United wanted to pay less up front, uh, different to end. But that's probably. been happening for years, hasn't it? We're, we're yeah, still I don't think it is. I don't think yeah. that's the issue in terms of... Like, we, we, we owe 250 million on transfers in just the last couple of years, which is fucking bananas. Yeah, I don't think that's the issue. I think the issue is the wages of those players, because the wages are often equal to the, the transfer fee for a lot of these players. Over the length the contract, of the contract. Yeah. Um, you amortise the player transfer over the length of that, that guy's contract as well. So in terms of accounting, which is well shady, to be honest with you, like they, they go, well, I paid that off over seven years, whereas you didn't. Um, <laughs> but that's just the way it goes down. I don't think it's the issue. I think it's the agreeing to, 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 to have that sort of amount of credit I don't think the club's got that credit. You know, we're up to the fucking eyeballs in debt. And United might have probably got better credit than I've got, but I don't think they're getting the world's class superstar signs. And we haven't got the cash. If we're taking out a loan to pay... Think about this, lads. If we're taking out a fucking loan to pay our day-to-day bills, do you honestly believe that we're going to go and splash the cash and agree to even further credit to strengthen the squad? They're not going to do it. I think there can be a little bit of a... Almost like a merry-go-round, though, in terms of signings and stuff. I think some players will leave, and I think Paul Pogba might pay a chunk towards one marquee signing. Mm. I think there will be signings. I think it'll be one sort of big one, and then sort of another Cavani-type player who's on a free, and maybe a couple of up-and-coming youngsters where you like. You definitely get them. Yeah, I don't really. That's know the who new this model, is. I think. Yeah, and I can't really say too much about because I don't know a lot about these players. But it's a bit underwhelming. I feel it. Like it might be one of those mm. types of summers, but I do expect one. I do. I think he'll, I think he'll be one, and I just think that it makes sort of sense. I'm just going to be really, really drunk all summer and be all right. But surely United don't have no money. I know you're talking about this getting this loan out and stuff, but this is a company that makes loads of money and like makes no, it's profit. Not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Well, all right then. Why do they release data saying that we've made 100 million profit, 70 million, 80 million profit? Right. We used to make a lot more than that prior to the eye-watering deals that are coming in. Yeah. United have been hit the most by the lack of fans being in the stadium because we have the most fans and therefore we make the most money on match days. Yeah. So we haven't had that for an entire year, which wouldn't have been in anyone's fucking budget five years ago when they were doing four or five year planning. 
United are, we're struggling with that. Interest rates are probably going to go through the roof because there's a worldwide recession about to fucking drop on everyone. And we owe the banks all sorts of cash. That's why. We're, th- put it this way, we're currently paying around about 100 million a year, a yeehaw, more than we put on fucking transfers, by the way, in mm. interest repayments just because the fucking gnomes own us, right? Now, if the interest rates double, and the interest rates have been historically low since the 2008 recession, 13 fucking years ago, mm. if those interest rates double to like, I mean, what is the interest rate now? Like 2 3%. If they only go to like 5 or 6%, now we're paying 200 million a year in interest. Like, it's not sustainable for us. And if the interest rates get to like so you think the 14, that's when they sell? Or go bankrupt. Like, if the interest rates get to 15%, which they got to in the 80s, mm-hmm. we're fucked. Well, what's that? Like or at least a this billion current, a year in but interest. this current model is fucked. Because I think... It, this model point, was fucked in 2005 when he bought us. Not in terms of United winning trophies. I completely agree with that. But in terms of currently, the Glazers... The, the, the value of the club has gone up by more than what the Glazers have put in by a, a long way. Or if it went up £1.85, it would have gone up saying, more than the Glazers have put in. But what I'm saying is, in terms of the model that the United's current owners are working to, I think, I think they sell before they get to that point. Probably, it might. Probably it to might a, a company that's can afford to do But the thing is, if the interest rates change, way. and the interest rates can change yeah, yeah. in three months and just go boom. And like, there is a worldwide recession about to hit because like the entire world's just been fucking... Furloughed and doing nothing for a year. The the economy is pretty fucked. The interest rates are undoubtedly going to go up very, very high. If you're buying a house at the moment, I wouldn't fucking bother. I really wouldn't. I'd sit tight for a year or so and just see what happens. Because you might go and get a fucking interest rate, nice sexy one at like two and a half percent. On your mortgage. Two years fucking later. Point, yeah. You try and remortgage it, it's 10. Yeah. Fucking have some of that. So you, your £500 a month mortgage has just gone up to two and a half grand. Cheers, easy. Uh, Andrew Corbett, 96, says, what do you think of Pau Torres? Seems a good fit. Centre-back, Villarreal. Not buying him, we ain't got any money. Um, do you think we're not going to sign anyone then? Honestly. I don't think you're signing a marquee player. You might end up with a couple of youngsters. Define marquee. What, what, what limit plus. are we? What's you're one signing? Harlan, Kane or any country. No, all right. But Pau Torres? Pau Torres, what is he, 40 million? No, 60. 60. His release clause. I think that's too much right. at the moment. I'm trying to prepare you, Joe, for a fucking disappointment. Someone in the, I think it was Connor Lynn in the chat. In the 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 chat was saying, um, "What do I think of Ishmael Asar as an alternative to Sancho? I love Asar. I think he's a great player. Um, I don't know if that's going to happen. I think it might have happened in the summer, but we got um, Diallo instead. Yeah." There was talk about him, wasn't there? Yeah, it looked like he was being touted as even this summer again. Yeah, I mean. I wouldn't say no. I'd rather have Sancho. So they says, stop talking about buying a house. City, Chelsea, any team have bought the players they went. Oh, you mean the people that are owned yeah. by, billionaires by, by billionaires are doing all right, are they? Jesus fucking Christ, mate. Yeah, that's, that's a, the thing, isn't it? Our, our owners don't have the money of other owners. They have a club that is, that is worth more than those clubs, but they don't have any money. Or they do, they have plenty of money. United fan in the comments Hundreds says, of millions. That's not, not true, Steve's talking garbage. United rely the least on fans in the stadiums. I'm not saying we rely... We make the most out of the yeah. rest of the league in terms of people that are coming in the stadium. So we have now lost. It's not necessarily the biggest money. percentage of our income, no, but we make percentage. more on match day and revenue. And also, our, our, our commercial revenue is a myth. Like that, that graph, you, I shown you both the graph, didn't yeah, I? In terms of, I, I will be doing a video on that when I get the chance to. United made unbelievable amounts more, multiples and multiples more profit up until 2005. And then it just goes, ah, see ya. We get overtaken by fucking Spurs and Arsenal lately. Yeah. 
yeah, the, the the overall income and the revenue is good, but the, the profit isn't particularly great compared to everyone else, is it? Um, Miles Van Eaton says, off topic, uh, but Steve, uh, what are your thoughts on Stuart Matheson leaving the MEN and devoting the quali- and their devolving quality of sports journalism? I like Matheson. I've interviewed him a few times. He's a good lad. He was. Uh, to be fair, any journalist worth their salt wouldn't be at the MEN anymore anyway. So, so there you uh, go. I thought I thought it was a loss when he when he left there, especially as it meant a more prominent role for one of the worst journalists. There are still in the country plenty of good journalists at the MEN. I know some of them. Yeah, I'm yeah. not dispute that. Yeah, but yeah. in terms of United content, and I think there's a lad called um, I think is it Tyron Marshall. He's all right, but we know Luckhurst is a, is, a, uh, is a joke. He is. And the city lot treat you like it's a city fans. Oh, Brendan, don't get me started on him. We'll be here all day. Unbelievable. I'm sad, Steve, that we're it's not going to sign anyone. I'm really, I'm get, upset. Get are you, why are you like, that's it now. He said that and you, you're on board with what he said. No, and I know that, I know some of what Steve's saying is, is coming from sort of people saying things. So I'm not, I know you're not just guessing. Right. But there is part of me that thinks we've got to sign someone. We're still, we're still Man United. Like Arsenal have got no money. Where have they got money from? They fucking bought Pepe. They always go, we ain't got anything. Yeah, and but they, they also the don't have any debt. No, yeah, but United are debt? absolutely crippled. What's with debt, debt between friends? Well, it's a lot between banks. Yeah, well, yeah, but that's the thing, though, isn't it? We've had, we've had between anywhere between six and two hundred million quid worth of debt for fifteen years. We're still yeah. time players. And do you know what? In that time, the the TV revenue went from like no one could have predicted that it no. would go from like, being about two hundred million a yeah, season, two billion or whatever it is, five billion. To just being the absolutely outrageous figures that it's become now because it's insane. It's literally insane in terms of the what the broadcast revenue has gone to. That couldn't have been in their business model what, because what they a, wouldn't have known that. What about this new um, kit deal? Is that not going to do anything for us? Is what, that, the one that's 20 million quid a year less than the current one? Yeah. Do you see the is way it? he framed it? See, this is the problem with United. Yeah. They, fr- they go, it's the biggest kit deal signed yeah. in a pandemic. Yeah, but it's smaller than the yeah. fucking previous. So, so for, for anyone who didn't see, United's old deal with Chevrolet was sixty-five million pounds a year. This one is forty-five million pounds a year. And United have come out and said it's the biggest shirt-only sponsor of, of all time. But because this frees up us to have a, a, a separate commercial deal with a car brand, but you're not getting twenty million a year for that. No. Like. And like you said, it's the biggest pandemic deal. It's like, well, it is, but like, it's still... It's, what it's, like, that? it's like the biggest it's like pandemic 20% deal. 20% less biggest than the last deal one. It was this the summer biggest deal that of, we signed on yeah, a Wednesday. And over Manchester, five exactly. years. That's 100 million less over five years. Correct. So, you and know, that's but, not only but, that. We signed that previous deal fucking moons ago. Yeah, when the world record fee was Gareth Bale at 89 million. And since then, so it's more than doubled. My, my, my point is then, that's not going to have any positive bearing on transfers whatsoever. N- not over that, where we... A question, cur- sorry, yeah, not, point. not over where we currently are. Right. I mean, obviously, kit deals and 45 million quid a year helps run things and buy players, but I don't think it's going to take us from where we are now to a better place this summer. Um, yeah. The uh, only thing that's going to change, and literally, United's one of the few clubs in the world that could do it with fan ownership. Because the club does make enough money when you're not trying to pay off a hundred million in interest. This is the thing: if they'd have paid off the capital for fifteen years, Joe, we've been paying a hundred million a year in interest on a six hundred million pound loan, and we still owe four hundred and fifty fucking million. Wanna, Joe, they don't want to pay it off, though, do they? I, I don't know, think they want to pay the debt off. Yeah. Now, this is where they get fucked. Is this is where the Leeds United sort of scenarios happen? Where you've banked on next year's attendances uh, and you've banked on next year's mm. Champions League money. And then ITB Carlton goes tits up. You can't pay your creditors, and then you're in league fucking one before you know it. 
Um, I'm going to say right now, United won't be in League One anytime soon. Siran Bala says, we've defo, defo been hit in a big way due to COVID, as can be seen in the financials. The debt is still absurd and 100 million dividends taken out as well. Leeches, the lot of them. No dividends this year. They're getting upset about that. Um, let's talk about something a bit more positive. I've seen Ross Murphy as oh, well. Anyone know what keeping tabs mean? I don't know where it comes from, but it just means like keeping an eye out, listening and just following a situation. Yeah, yeah. Keeping your the actual ear to the ground. Etymology it always. Yeah, I don't know where it comes from. What you give me dirty looks for? Sorry. It's when you open loads. Of, it's when you open loads of tabs on on Google Chrome or whatever, that. and you're like, I'm going to keep these tabs because I'm going to keep checking on these things. I right. think it comes from that. It's yeah. a very modern phrase. Yeah, it is. It's only is been it? around since then. Yeah, is definitely it? is. Definitely is. Um, let's talk a bit about a bit more transfers then, because I want it. I want to have even some though good Steve's today. pissed on our chips when it comes to transfers. Let's talk about them anyway. Yeah, but you're yeah. not John Murray. You don't know. He, he yeah. might have loads of things up his sleeve. Yeah. He might have Talk a about secret him. way of getting deals. If you were him, would you not be desperate to have look at my first summer? Of yeah. course. But guess what? I don't think he gets to decide this. Uh, uh, from talking to people in and around the situation. Mm, there we go. There's the little <laughs> the squeeze of juice into my glass. People are just saying we're fucked. No, they're not. They're not saying that. saying something else. All right. Right, Lie of course. Right. I, I, I genuinely believe that there's people at the club, and I'll put Darren Fletcher amongst them. Mm. Read between the lines on that one if you want. That want to do a fucking bang up job for Manchester United and, and love the fucking club and love what it stands for and want it to be the best in the world. Yeah. But you can only piss with a cut you got, Joe. But surely United have got quite a substantial one. No. I don't We've know. got a Photoshop one that we send round to people. That look good 15 years ago. The other one doesn't ago. get anywhere near the bottom of a pint glass no more. Really? What about half pint glass? No, I was thinking. Half what about one of those shot all, glasses? Those IKEA yeah. cups that are like what, plastic ones, uh, one yellow, one blue, one turquoise, all them uh, are. I don't know what you mean. Don't know them old IKEA cups from about twenty years ago. <laughs> Come on, stay. You've never been. So we ain't got a, a, a nice sausage or whatever. Like you're trying to say. <laughs> no, and we we spread a rumor that we have. At, at the end of the day, I think there's certain people at the club that really want to do a, a good job. I just don't think they'd be given the tools or the permission to do that. So are you, I mean, I didn't want this to be, I didn't know we were going to be this pessimistic when this started. Um, in your head then, the next five years of Manchester United, is it... I'm going to get well fatter. Well, are you, <laughs> I think there's a point <laughs> where it just goes fatter, 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 death. Yeah. So you're going to die. Fantastic. Um you know I can't wait for, for the next five years. You know then. that I'm excited for that. Don't you? Well, I don't That's know if you so are. I know you're talking about it. <laughs> I, I like, don't think it is. Embracing I No, I think he's scared of it, but he says this to get his you know head I mean? around Joe, it. I am not scared of okay. death. I can't fucking, can't wait. Yeah, for like transfers. You're double, bluff, you're double bluffing the Grim Reaper. I can't Reaper. wait for the sweet cuddle of being dead. I'm sure your family are buzzing at you saying that. Let's, let's, let's not talk about that. Let's talk about it. Fucking ask her. She'll be in the comments. Be like, yeah, uh, Peter Kelly's in the oh, super on. chat. He said, didn't they say they had better offers on the table but chose TeamViewer because of the values and how they were yeah, similar those better offers, to United? Right. Those better offers will have been bookies, gambling companies, I don't and drug that, lords. Anyway. I don't believe that anyway. <laughs> and oil. It, it will I have, think it's nonsense. Do you? Yeah. I reckon they could have got more money out of a gambling ah, company. Chat shit. I mean, yeah. I've got no evidence. I just do. I just think it's just like, <laughs> shit. Oh, we could have got a better, better offer. Just taking team viewer because we really we like them in that. We love because we've heard of them. Yeah, we love viewing teams. We so promise we've heard of a good fit. Um, yeah. Away from that, do you think there's a chance then in the next five <laughs> years that sort of this is as good as it gets? Yeah. That's horrible. I'll still be here, Joe. No, I know you'll still be here, but <laughs> why can't we? Why can't we be optimistic? Um, because of 
I know you've sort of point? laid a lot of it out. <laughs> What's the point in deluding yourself into thinking? For 15 years, they've fucked us in the ass, mm. right? They got away with it for the longest time. Eight years of it, Fergie kept it going. You look at the, the, the last five years, prior to the Glazers, of what Fergie bought, mm-hmm. how much money he fucking spent. He spent crazy amounts yeah. of money when on you look Rooney, at it on Ronaldo on Ferdinand. Veron and Ronisto Roy and Bucky yeah. and the Jemba twins and even Fallon. Yeah. we spent mad cash on him then mm-hmm. the Glazers come and we made a profit on transfers from 2005 to 2013 now in that time because the foundations with Rooney and Rude and uh, Rooney and Rio and Ronaldo and all that had been laid prior to 2005 when we actually got to 2007, 2008, 2009, we was hitting the Champions League final, we was winning the titles and mm. stuff like that. That was on the, that was like the the lag of what mm. had been laid three, four years before. Then when that team started to crumble, do you honestly believe Strax Ferguson was like, yeah, I'll just make a profit. Do you honestly believe there was no value in the transfer market? That's a lot of bollocks. Mm. There was lots of value in the transfer market. We weren't interested in spending. Then when Fergie fucked off, they went, we're going to have to pull this out of the fucking bag now, especially when Moyes came in and fucking drove it into the cliffs. Shit himself. They started spending some money, but because we're run by fucking clowns, they've spent money, and like we said before, they've lurched from one fucking manager to the next, and because we're set up to be a business first, we don't know how to be a successful football club and if you want to make fucking money, be a successful football fucking club first. Because you've got this fan base that will fucking buy anything you plaster a United sticker onto if you're winning. And think how much money... Look, look at Liverpool have, have absolutely stolen a march on us across the world in terms of uh, their commercial times and stuff like that. Why? Because they've just won the fucking league and they just won the fucking Champions League. We have no intention of putting in the hard work and the money to make us a Champions League title-winning football team. We don't even ask about being the best in our fucking city, Joe. Mm. We're not going to do it. So when you say to me, why won't we just do it? Because I'm looking at the last 16 years of Glazer ownership, and I'm looking at what's going on in the future, and I'm saying, there's a fucking reason we've got Ole Gunnar Solskjaer in, and we've got a nice guy in that's going to play the party game, and he's... He's good at bringing young players through, like Haaland, like he brought through at Mulder. And he's someone that's going to work with what he's got because he fucking loves this club and he wants to be here. Rather than a mercenary like Mourinho, who's going to go, I wanted fucking blah, blah, blah. I've got to play these fucking kids. They don't want that. They want the impression that everything's fucking rosy in the garden. And it's not. It's fucking rotten. And it's been rotten for 15 fucking years while these are owners. It's not going to change unless they fuck off. It's as simple as that. And you might only get a chance to fuck them off if the club goes tits up, mm. which I don't want to see, I'm going to be there every single week hoping that I'm wrong, hoping that they are going to bring... I'm outside Old Trafford every fucking week. I, I wonder what I go, 10 out of 10, we fucking signed someone, right? <laughs> but I'm not going to. And I'm not going to fucking lie to the people and say it's all mm. fucking rosy when it's not. It's not rosy. They fucked us for 15 fucking years. They fucked Alex Ferguson. He'd still be in now, me, I think, if he was getting the players he wanted. Yes, there was things going on in his personal life. I believe he'd still be here, me, if he was getting the players he wanted. To that point, then, about um, the Glazers leaving, do you reckon it's, it's almost sort of revolution or nothing in terms of United have to have such a seismic event, whether that be losing loads of money, some giant takeover bid, or, you know, let's not go as far as Le- Leeds in League One, but 
do you think something like a recession or interest loans changing or interest rates on loans changing or basically it, things have to start collapsing before the Glazers leave and then maybe we'll get someone who you know maybe morally questionable but will at least have the money that they're not taking stuff out of the club every year I think the next step probably is someone morally questionable you know you talk about someone maybe from one of the oil states or someone like that coming that's in. what you're going in for no well it's true like you know what lads what we need is someone no, morally I'm not, questionable I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm not no, saying no, that we no. need it or I want it and if I'll, I'll be honest with you I'd probably draw a line on that and say I'm going that's me done going to the games and stuff if we become just a sports washing enterprise I hate the Glazers that's bad enough but if we're going to go down the route of oh you know here's a distraction from our horrible human rights by buying this big the game's club. entirely fucked though when right, you've got they sign a club in Manchester then I'm sorry I'm not going to be a part of that and people can say oh you know what rah, rah, rah. so you'll go with the Glazers but you won't go in that and that's it that's where I would draw the line mm. it. Um, but I think that's where it's probably going to end up I do and I think that that's I see that as the only way. I know what Steve's getting at, and he, you know it might be sort of bankruptcy or whatever for him. But I think that's the only way that that they move on is if they the, sell the us to someone, fucked, and the only one who can buy us are one of these multi-billionaires. It's it's gonna ruin the game because yeah. if one club ends up like and Manchester City could do it, if every league because every league's a little bit um, predictable, Bayern have fucked Germany. Mm. Money's fucked the game. Now, people will look at maybe Sir Matt's record and go, oh, you only won, like, what, three titles or something? Four Five titles. titles he won. Five. Pretty shit, innit? Didn't even dominate. <laughs> Considering he lost the team, like, his <laughs> entire team. I know you know this, but yeah. <laughs> but you know the, the difference being then? It was super competitive. It was like the championship. Mm. Yeah. Without promotion, obviously. Like, so it could be a different team could win it. Now, yeah. United get blamed with being this moneybags club. Look into it, because I do. United spent less than Manchester City in the 90s. Mm. Roll me that one round your head. United was outspent by Tottenham, Manchester City, Liverpool, Newcastle, uh, and Blackburn in the 90s, right? We were just fucking mint. Mm. We were outspent by Chelsea in the early part of the noughties, and then Manchester City have just absolutely walloped I think, it. Didn't Liverpool outspend us in the noughties Yeah, as well? Liverpool may have outspent us. Yeah, no, they did. Yeah, they did. 100%. They went, so, they went for it constantly. Just like United crap get managers. accused of being this um, loaded team. We were a rich team, but we didn't actually spend what we were making. Mm. We, we did it largely on the back of having a fantastic youth academy, which is something I'm really proud of what we do as a football club and what we stand for. But we never moneybagged it into... You know, what's happening in France, what happened in Germany, mm. and even what Juventus have done um, for different reasons of why it's gone tits up in Italy. Obviously, you've got a duopoly in Spain with, between Barcelona and Real Madrid because both of them are just spending outrageous sums of cash. I mean, on stuff. if you want to talk about debt, have a look at Barcelona. Barcelona are well fucked, man. Does that matter, though? Over there, this it seems like it seems like it, Spanish clubs. No, well, they Real might, Madrid and Barcelona seem to get away with this sort of shit all the time. Barcelona might be like double fucked. Really? Yeah, proper double fucked. But they're they're commercially so powerful that they might get away with it. That's what well, I mean. Like, that's you like, look at they Barcelona. Seem to just do what they want. Yeah, they're like. I mean, United are at the similar boat. With this sort of brands that sort of transcend the sport they're in. Yeah. Like Twitter, I think in its existence, Twitter. If, it, if they have last year that's new to me, hadn't made money any year. Mm. They were losing millions, if not hundreds of millions of pounds every single year. But because the brand is so big, because the reach is so big, because they're in so many people's homes and hands, they just continue to, to exist because they keep <laughs> getting loans because of their sort of mind share what, almost. What's mad is like football clubs um, and the debt that football clubs are in is mind-boggling for regular people like ourselves. 
But to the business world, it's pretty fucking minor mm. in, the, in the grand scheme of things, which is why maybe you know some business people, the stock market people especially, and they can all fuck off. They, they're not asked about United's level of debt. No. Because they see it as a business. It's not a business. It's my football club, Joe. Yeah. Like, it's what my fucking granddad and my great-granddad went to in the 30s. Like, this means a lot to me. Mm. Like, they don't give a fuck because no. over in America especially, a franchise fails and they move it to fucking New York. Start again. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. happen in no. England. Move these it are, to a bigger market. These are community fucking assets and they belong to the community and it should never have been allowed that, that a, a club could have been bought on leveraged debt the way it was. Especially no. a couple of seasons after what had just happened to Leeds has just fucking happened to Leeds. And yeah. they're like, yeah, fucking crack and, on. And <laughs> like the whole thing is like there, there are meant to be things in place that stop bad ownerships taking taking place. And obviously, United have Mate, Saddam Hussein could have bought one of these fucking clubs. That fit and proper person says an yeah. absolute joke. But there's meant to be those things in place. What's your name? Ben what? Ben... Mate. Spell that L-A-D-E-N. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ross Murphy says, Stephen, I applaud you. Uh, Suram Bala says, the market is very typically... Uh, sorry, is typically very emotional and reacts to positive news, of course. New Deal, uh, John and Fletch... Uh, and SM interactions being touted in the investor call is a ploy to mask the financial hits. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of it, like you said, it's it's about business and it's about the front and it's about what can things look like so that the stock price goes up rather than what's actually going on. Um, oh, what I meant to say, what I was saying before, in terms of like in the 50s and the 60s and stuff like that, oh, yeah. because of the, the salary cap that was in place, mm -hmm. clubs was extremely competitive. And even in the 70s and the 80s, that was still the case. It, it changed in the 90s and people want to say it's because of the money that United had, but we didn't actually spend it on transfers. Mm. We might have paid decent wages. I think United have always paid quite decent wages, but it was never the same sort of thing in terms of what you're seeing now with like City and PSG and all the rest mm. of that sort of stuff. The game is doing this. Yeah. The, the haves are absolutely stripping away from the have-nots. And when you've got people like City that can have two squads, cup upsets don't happen anymore. Like giant killings don't happen anymore. And ultimately, it is fucking killing the game. It's yeah. making the game boring. Like, can you imagine being a French football fan at the moment? There's no hope of you winning that fucking league unless no. something happens at PSG. Same in Italy. Even and as an AC Milan fan. that's even if you're a Lyon fan who were the most successful team yeah. for years, Marseille, who were a big team for years, even they barely don't have a chance, let alone Amiens or fucking whoever else, Nice. Look at the, um, the model that Oxair had when it was Guy Ruda. Just went around for years, just bringing through youngsters, like winning the odd trophy mm. and that, just a love, a, like a club run the, the right way, the way it should have been done. And then it's just like, now it's just, you know, I mean, again, the the other team, comes in, yeah, and the only other team who came close and won a trophy was Monaco, because yeah. they had other billionaires. That's it, it's just billionaire versus billionaire. The genie's yeah. out of the bottle now and it's never going back in. You're never going to get it back to being uh, a more level playing field. They tried financial fair play. Some of the bigger clubs went, yeah, Fuck you. What are you going to do about it? Oh, oh, what are you going to do? We've spent too much money, so you're going to fine us four million quid? Yeah. Here's more money that you're it, supposedly it we aren't allowed so to spend. So they pulled the plug on that. Now it's going to be an absolute but free for Tell us more about that, because you say they pulled the plug on that. That's not been that widely reported yet. What yeah, is, but it has though, hasn't it? it well, it has, but I mean, what what's going on with that? Basically, <laughs> UEFA, because I think it's UEFA, not a FIFA thing, right. have said, uh, we're going to scrap financial fair play. And everyone went, I think the only club you punished was like Porto, wasn't it? Mm. That's not, they, they didn't punish any other club. Like City took Chelsea to got a, a six-month transfer ban or whatever it was. Wasn't that from transfer irregularities rather than FFP well, regulations? Okay, yeah, maybe yeah. I think it was. So the the only thing that was maybe keeping yeah. and it was designed to PSG keep clubs alive. Got away with financial fair play. Let's have it right though. As soon as City 
Well, Neymar was a free transfer. Like, do you not know? There yeah. was never. There was never going to be. There was never going to be a thing where after that they can then no. implement it. It's like it's like because that it was just like that was a watershed moment. Wasn't yeah. It? They they obviously got caught. They knew they got caught. Yeah. It was obvious, like the, the amount of evidence against him. And as soon as, and then they made a decision. Uh, and when, as soon as the court of arbitration of sport went, right, no, we're throwing it out. Yeah. That was the end of that. It's it's like from then on, how do you move on from that? What's his name? Doing it? Barnard Castle. Yeah, um, Dominic, Dominic Cummins. Cummins. It's yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. When, right. when, when Dominic Cummins knowledge. drove yeah. to Barnard Castle and the government were like, he didn't do anything wrong, yeah. you fucked it. Yeah, of course you Everyone's have. gone, oh, we can do well, that look now. At, look, look and at and did, same yeah. thing with City, with PSG, with these clubs that are so clearly fucking it up, so clearly breaching the rules. I don't know. And I mean, is it going to take a United... A, a, a Barcelona or a Juventus to go bankrupt one of the sort of giant players in football to go bankrupt before we go we have to fucking slow this the whole thing is, down that, that was originally that was originally the point of FFP was to stop smaller clubs yeah. from going bankrupt and now it's looking like you know you're sat here talking about three of the biggest clubs in the world and I mean Barcelona especially they took, took a billion pounds in debt a, bit, a billion euros in debt which, yeah. like, at some point, where does that go? Where do you yeah. keep, what carpet do you well, keep sweeping that The under? thing is, no one ever talks about how much they pay Messi. Yeah. It's like, I think it was like one and a half million a week. Now, people go, well, he's worth it, he's Messi. Not disagreeing, right? Yeah. But that means that the payment structure of your club means that fucking Griezmann's on 800 grand a week. Yeah. And other Dem fucking Dembele's on 215 grand a week. And, and cost him 100 million euros plus 14 add-ons. I know a player that they was talking to, and they said to him, what you want at your current club? And he went, blah, blah, blah. And he went, we'll fucking smash that. Yeah. Buy a lot. But you know, you don't pay Cam that much at Stretford Paddock, so no, they probably could beat that. And um, you know what? He, re he rejected him. We've got a couple of super chats. Sorry. David Rothwell, yeah. sorry. Yeah, I've not been back on it, bro. That's not for me. Leave that to the kids. Sorry. Um, Jamie Burton says, if we get some human rights abusers in, I'm off down the paddock, not watching Qatar, didn't watch Russia 2018. Um, and there's a Google suggestion in there as well. You said you'd, watch that. You'd, you'd, um, you'd sling it. I don't think I can. I'm in too deep. Mm. I, I, I would not be happy with it. And I've said some shit about um, owners of City and PSG, which yeah, I stand yeah, so by. I. And if we became that for any other, like there's a difference between, oh, he's loaded and he's from China. Okay, yeah. cool. It's just a Chinese bloke. Yeah. Oh, he's loaded and he's from Brazil. Okay, cool. But when it's the government of a company behind it, or the country. government of a country behind it, that's got a different vibe, man. Yeah. That doesn't it's, feel Yeah, right. it's like, this is exactly it. It's, you know, a bit of sports washing to distract from the it's, fact that we're murdering lots of people. Roman Abramovich is a Russian no, guy. Not, He's not the Russian government. No. I'm like, not can you imagine that. the different flavour yeah. of that? I mean, yeah. he might be. He might have ties in there, <laughs> but like... He isn't yeah. the literal Russian yeah. government. And, yeah. the, and the, the other problem is football has gone to such an extent where it is very difficult to have made enough money that you've got roughly three billion quid spare because it has to be spare because yeah, yeah. as the Glazers have proven, I mean, I suppose they, they've, they've, they've made a lot of money, but you're not making like, here's my investment to, to go from being a decently rich guy to a billion. Like this person has to be able to lose money for yep. this to work in the way we want it to work. To have three billion quid spare, you've probably not treated one person or a group of people or a country or a continent very well at some and point. Even Amazon's it's hard to got make a lot that much wealth. About it. If it was Amazon, look at all this shit they're doing. Look at all these products they use, the mining in this country for these resources, the way they treat the stuff. Like, it's very hard to accumulate such an incredible amount of money without fucking people over. So it's almost a point where it's like, 
I don't even know how you can support any of it. I mean, obviously, some things are worse than others. I'm not saying anyone, you know, paying someone four quid an hour is, is as bad as killing people. Yeah. But, like, it's very difficult. It's such a sort of unnatural amount of wealth and resources for one person or company to have. It's going to be hard for anyone to get there and Who's build your own United. Owner? Dream owner. What's that, Jim Ratcliffe? He's yeah, I was going to say he's the one yeah. everyone touts in the United He's just fan. bought a Spanish club, hasn't he? Yeah. I believe, or a French club. Dream owner. He was I don't know how he made his money, though. What did you do? Where's the bodies? <sighs> Imagine if Donald Trump bought it. That'd be the worst thing ever. Bill Gates. You'd what love about it. Bill Gates? Would you like Bill Gates? <laughs> Bill hey. Gates is weird, isn't he? Because he's like... Is he is he a bad guy? He is, in the, internet-wise, he's awful. Is People he? hate in, in memes, he's... He's, yeah. he's about as bad as it gets, but I he mean... He might be really, What really did he do? Though. Make computers and then now do a lot of charity work. If yeah. you're looking at it from the yeah. government... That's what I mean. But the sort of party line, is he, here's what he is does he in, the, like, in the press. Oh, Bill Gates owners, that's me done. Do you know what? I'd take Bill Gates over pretty much most people. What about Elon Musk? You got any skeletons in the closet? I mean, again, he's one of those... He'd want, uh, he'd he's, want to he's, start our he's just club been, on the moon. He's just a very like, sort of... I'll tell you what, we're moving, yeah. the, we're moving the stadium to Mars. What? He's a very sort of fetishised yeah. E-boy, e isn't he? Like sticking <laughs> okay, all his like, memes in like anime it, on Twitter. Does he have any like... No, in terms of like killed anyone? human rights stuff, I think Elon Musk is probably uh, all right. <laughs> I don't know. He's also got 200 billion quids worth of value that he isn't using to sort of give away to help more people, but he is putting fucking fig trees on Mars. That's so what I mean. Is, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, in terms of human rights and deep, deep moral issues that a lot of people and places have, I guess Elon Musk and, and Bill Gates would be all right. Yeah. I like, so I we've, you know, I don't fucking we've got we've, we've got it down to two Prince people. Harry and Meghan Markle. Yeah, I want how much have they got? How much is their Spotify deal? Someone's saying Les Dennis. I think he's. I don't know if he's got all that anymore. He'd have to get together with uh, Bobby Davro and yeah. do it as a partnership. Bobby Davro, billionaire. Um, I mean, obviously, hey. remember how big he was in the eighties? He was big in the eighties. Yeah, come on, uh, Rio. That eighties cash. Yeah, that eighties cash is hard. Mate. Rio made a similar suggestion about Newcastle, and I'm not going to say exactly the way what? he said it. Is there a way? I'll do what bollocks. I'll tell you. I said, fuck me, the fucking Newcastle fans are going to you anyway. Fuck them lot. <laughs> is there a way Manchester glad United... i to see you poured water on that particular fire. Is there Nicely a way done. that Manchester United fans could ever own Manchester United? Yeah. Apparently. And I'm not saying let's all send three quid in. No, when, when it was like, a few years ago, when, it was, yeah, when exactly. it was the um, shareholders United thing, it, it came close. This is what when we had Ian Sterling that's on. that's the idea, yeah, from most, He was saying it was very, very close to happening. And then now it's for. But again, what away. would that? But that wouldn't be. That was when we were two hundred million. But again, yeah. though, that wouldn't be. Let's all put a quid in. Three billion of us, or ten quid, you know, whatever million of us. That is like seventy blokes who have all got yeah, twenty so million each. Isn't I think there's like, like a, certain I believe they're called there. a consortium. Yeah. yeah, is usually the. So even but, that, but what do you, you get could, with no, that? Even though, like, you, you could have small, small amount of shares. Mm. So you wouldn't have to. It wouldn't even need to be seventy. It could be like quite a lot, and then. It all just goes in a Because obviously together. that is the dream scenario, isn't yeah. it? We're picking billionaires here. Yeah. But like, what would be ideal is people who are Manchester United if fans. If you could get, you know, say 100 or whatever, 200 United yeah. fans who had like, you know, tens of millions each and they all put together, then that'd be fantastic. I just don't That's think the it's thing is, you, if you can buy United without any debt, you don't need to put any money in. Yeah. That's the thing, because the club does run itself. Yeah. Even with the, like, the last 15 years, the hindrance of that 100 million. Like every year, you're 100 million down from every other club in the league. Think of what you could have done with an extra 100 million transfers a year. Yeah, We're not in the predicament we're in now, because five years ago, and for the last five years, you spent 100 million. That's two world-class players, probably. Mm. You've always said, you, you said to me, year, ages ago, and I think it was on the brew, you said the next step, step for this, the owners then needs to start 
almost asset stripping, selling our best players and not replacing. And from what you're saying, then this but summer wouldn't that be what's happening? If Pogba, if Pogba moves goes and, and we and don't buy a marquee signing, if Pogba goes that, and we don't sign a marquee signing, that, that has to be the beginning. Yeah, isn't of the that, end. that? Isn't that Next just thing asset you know, stripping? The naming, naming rights for Old Trafford. On I was going to say, well, look what's happened to Sheffield Wednesday. The exact same thing. So Sheffield Wednesday owners came in and they spent a lot of money to get promoted or a decent amount of money for championship level to get promoted, didn't get promoted and then had to buy their own stadium off themselves. In order, so the owner of Sheffield Wednesday now owns Hillsborough separately of Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. So he sold it to himself, essentially. That's similar to what the Oysters did. Yeah, and they got, six, well, they, got, they got a 12-point uh, deduction that got reduced to six points. But now, Sheffield Wednesday owner can sell Sheffield Wednesday, and Sheffield Wednesday might have to play at fucking some other stadium in Sheffield, or Don Valley Stadium or something, because they don't own their own... That, that no. could happen. Yeah. The Glazers could sell Old Trafford to themselves if they wanted to. Or you could sell it to no, whoever. We could sell it to that's exactly whatever. What Not just a, a naming rights, but the actual stadium. I think Carl Oyston did it with Blackpool, Bloomfield Road, when Premier Inn... Was it a quid, what, Premier Inn wanted the land behind the stadium, and he sold it to himself and then sold it to them. Yeah. So he kept all the exactly. money. Exactly. <laughs> the Glazers could do that. From Premier Inn, like... Club, yeah. We're going to sell Old Trafford to ourselves yeah. for six million yeah. quid. And then it was like, that's And then we'll sell now. that... For a billion. As a, to, yeah. for, it's 500 million. Like... That, that, I mean, that is... We're not near that, I don't think, are we? We're not near that. Aren't that's, we? That's, we owe 500 million. Yeah, but we've owned that for, a, owed that for ages. Exactly. Forget about that. We've paid 1.5 billion off did, and we've only paid off 150 did, fucking million. Do you know when you, what sort of crackhead accounting is that? Do you know when you're in your overdraft and you're like, oh, I've got some money and thank God you get paid and you get to the point where your wages don't bring you out of your overdraft. Yeah, yeah. So that's where, the, that's where the Glazers are. They're like, oh, fuck, yeah, we've only got, we've just got 300 million quid and it's like, yeah, you're still 200 million in debt. It's like, yeah, but that don't count because I knew I was 500 million in. Like, I knew I was in a grand in my overdraft. Like Joey Diaz says, yeah. if you're going to walk on ice, you might as well dance. I think that's a great place to end the show. Nice um, it's been a very Joey. positive show fuck today, hasn't it? the Glazers! Say it louder, brother. He's quite clear on that. I think we're all quite clear on that. Um, Manchester I find United. I hilarious um, that people think we're right. a fucking Glazer supporting. I don't think. I don't. I don't believe insane. anyone that would. I don't think anyone that watches us genuinely believes. A lot that. of people. I don't see how a that a would lot be of people were in the comments saying about Juan Massa's mum's passed away yes. as well. Yeah. Condolences to Juan Massa. Condolences to the loveliest yeah, footballer. Definitely. Sad times. Yeah. I think yeah. his old man. Don't his old man um, own the restaurant? Is it uh, Avuna? I think mm. so. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's sad news, and hopefully, yeah. you know, it'll be. Uh, Back, back when he's ready. Yep. Back in the fold when he's ready. Um, what have you got coming up this week? What have um, you been doing today, you, you little Paul, well, me and Adam McCall have got a debate video that's coming out very soon. Um, we've got all sorts. We're going to have all the preview stuff for the match as well coming up. We've got a, a, a attackers that United should be buying that Stephen's going to be uh, bringing us very soon. We've also got a very nice video Don't coming out that. soon as well. <laughs> well I didn't say anything. Sure, it's the word, right? We've got a, a really good video coming out, actually. Um, looking at Ole's style of play because we've had a lot of people Marshall, since he's come in going, what's Ole's style of play? What's Ole's style of play? Well, we'll tell you. Who's going to tell us that? Stephen Arson's going to tell I us that. think of anyone better. Coming out very soon, Good. what is Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's style of play? So don't miss that one. Um, but yeah, thank you very much for joining us. Do you've really filled my life with Next time we do excitement. one of these though, mate, just a little thing. Can you not sit on the fence when it comes to the Glazers? Okay. It's a bit embarrassing. No, Cheers, bro. Cheers for joining us as well, Jay. <laughs> Cheers for joining us at home. And we'll see you in a bit. Sports Social Podcast Network.